0: Welcome friends to another r slash pro revenge video, the admission cost for all these amazing stories and future videos on this channel are just to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the days by redeye1999, guy interrupts me whenever I spoke, so I do the same to him. I, 22 year old female, work at a kiosk in the mall and A, 20-something male, works at the kiosk right beside ours. I disliked him from the first month I started working there because it was pretty self-explanatory, he's a jerk and says a lot of misogynistic things. I usually ignore and don't partake in the conversation, but when it's a joint conversation with my coworkers, who are all men, and I'm talking, if he gets bored or doesn't want to wait till I'm done, he'll face the other guy and stop me halfway so he can talk about whatever he wants. The other guys don't pick up on it or are used to doing this as well, so I completely stopped engaging if he's around. Recently a new girl started working and he tried to do the same to her and she picked up on it. The very first time itself, he tried to interject four times. He actively tried to stop her from talking four times and she would not budge. Continue talking to me and our other coworker. At that point. I just decided screw him. So now on, whenever he struts over to our kiosk to talk and he tries to talk to anyone, I interrupt him midway and start a new conversation or pull my coworker into doing a task. Every time without fail, it's enough to keep me content at work. We also don't let him get a word in when it's just the girl and me, and I full on ignore him if it's just me at the kiosk, Mini win. I mean, let alone the fact that this guy is misogynistic in doing it specifically to the women, nobody likes to be part of a conversation and then just get talked over and whatever you were going to say gets ignored. It's giving me social anxiety flashbacks. If you were in a group conversation and you got talked over or ignored like that, would you call them out on it in front of everybody? Would you ask them about it after the fact? Or would you just kind of swallow it and let it go? All you lovely people down in the comments, let me know what you would do in that situation. Our next story is by Ratatouille is my dad. Roommate is disgusting, so I put her toothbrush in a poop filled toilet. I, 24 year old female, live in a 2 bedroom with my roommate, 26 year old female, in a large city. We just moved in with each other 3 weeks ago, and it's been a disaster. We share a bathroom, she refuses to clean, and she's just generally gross. Every morning, she eats breakfast in the bathroom while she's on the toilet. Her breakfast is usually toast, so the crumbs get everywhere, on the floor, on the sink, and even on the toilet. This has attracted roaches, and we even found a dead mouse in the toilet last weekend. I found that she also has a hard time remembering to flush the toilet when she's done, so I'm often greeted with a toilet full of pee, poo, and even period blood one time. She also leaves 400,000 different makeup and skincare products on the small sink. So the only thing I can leave on there is my toothbrush. Every time she leaves the bathroom, my toothbrush somehow ends up on the dirty butt floor. I've had pieces of her hair stuck to it, crumbs from her breakfast, etc. After the approximately 10 times my toothbrush was pushed to the floor, I decided to just keep it in my room. I've asked her nicely to please try to not knock down my toothbrush, but she always lies and says it wasn't her. I also talked to her about the eating in the bathroom and not flushing, but nothing got through to her. A few days ago, I forgot to bring my toothbrush back to my room after I used it that night and once again found it on the floor. She also left a lovely surprise in the toilet for me. Yes, it was full of poo. I had had enough, so I put her toothbrush in the poop-filled toilet and left for work. She gets back from work before me, so she sent me several angry texts about her toothbrush in the toilet. I told her I didn't know what she was talking about. I don't know how anybody can act so disrespectful to a shared space like that and not just the shared space but like the belongings of the other person in that shared space and then act all high and mighty or surprised when tables turn and their stuff is treated with disrespect like they've been treating others. I feel like this is only fair mainly because OP has not even, like, really complained or tried to enforce anything, like they willingly kept their toothbrush in their room to avoid any issues, they let them just keep those 400,000 products on the sink, OP made every concession and then this person just keeps knocking it on the floor like a cat. This next story is by Mark Miller04. I'm a general contractor and had a guy from Craigslist screw me on a job. I got him back though. I had a demo and cleanup job I needed five guys for to be sure it was completed on time. I have three full time workers, so I posted an ad for two guys to help finish the demo and cleanup. Got a response, a guy and his roommate will work for $22 an hour, etc. Told them to be on site at 8, 8 8.30 hits, they're nowhere to be seen. I call, he tells me his roommate woke up late, but ensures me they're on their way. From where he said they lived to my job was about 30 minutes. So 9.30, still no show. Call, he says they need to stop and get gas and a bite to eat. 10am hits, and at this point, I figure he's just messing with me so I play into it. He never shows up. About 6 months later, need more help in another job, post an ad, and the same guy responds. I figure, I don't want him on my job, but I can mess with him. I give him an address in the hills and tell him to be there at 8. I fully expect that he pulls the same crap, so I just go about my day. Well, about 8.45, he calls me and is pissed because he was at that house at 8.00 and no one answered. Then he had to drive back down the hill about 30 minutes to get service to call me. I profusely apologize and tell him that I had to go to the lumberyard, but that I'm on my way back. So go back to the house, and I'll be there in 45 minutes. Two hours later, he calls me cussing me out. So worth it. I guess that's kind of the risk you take posting these Craigslist ads and just kind of hoping these guys show up. But yeah, the same guy flakes you for an entire day, I think it's fair if you flake on them for an entire day too, just a little taste of their own medicine, especially considering their excuses weren't even excuses. Our next story is by Stretch Armstrong, can you still cover my shift? I worked for Subway a while back and always took on people's shifts cause people are lazy and I like money. One day, I got a call from a girl, I'll call her Gertrude, who I worked with at another store, asking me to cover her for the following day, because she sprained her ankle. I was scheduled to work at the same time as her, but promised I'd do my best to find someone to cover for her. Unfortunately, the only person who wasn't working or unavailable was the biggest screw-up in the store. Karen seems fitting. I reached out to Karen, told her Gertrude's predicament, and that she was scheduled for a 6-hour shift, which followed mine. I told her I'd stay and cover her shift if she worked the 4 hour shift for Gertrude. I was actually surprised when Karen said yes. I called Gertrude back to tell her the good news and all was well in the universe. The next morning, 2 hours before Gertrude's shift started, she called me all concerned asking if I knew anyone else that could cover the shift. I asked her what happened to Karen and she said Karen texted her saying she can't make it. I was pissed. I texted Karen and asked why she couldn't go, and she said she didn't have a ride. I told Gertrude, who then offered to pick Karen up and drop her back off. I texted Karen to tell her Gertrude was down to drive her, and all I got back was, nah, I'm good. I was so freaking mad, especially since I was the one who came up with the bright idea to give Karen any semblance of confidence. I apologized profusely and Gertrude said she'd figure something out. Turns out she ended up working for two hours on a jacked up ankle before her manager came in to send her home. When I was almost done with my shift, Karen texted asking, can you still cover my shift? Any other day, I would have said yes without hesitation. But she made me look bad and made a poor girl go to work on her feet with a busted ankle. So I waited until a half hour before her shift started and responded, nah, I'm good. Karen shows up pissed as heck and I didn't say a word to her. I sent Gertrude a screenshot of the convo and she was super grateful and said I made her day. Does this make me an Avenger? Or a Revenger at least? Honestly the pure audacity of some people to act like careless. Well, jerks. And then turn around and be like, Hey, so you know that thing you said you were gonna do for me? Even though I didn't help you out at all and kind of flaked on you, are you still gonna do that for me? It's like, what do you think? No. You scratch your back, and then you want me to scratch yours as well? It's not how it works. Our next story is by man has no username, so you enjoyed criticizing my home huh? This year for Christmas, we had my in-laws over for the very first time. We haven't lived here long so the place still requires some prettying up and final touches. Anyway, as soon as mother-in-law steps over the threshold, she starts complaining and pointing out things which she doesn't like the lights we chose the front door the kitchen the tiles practically everything i pretended not to hear and carried on a week later they invited us over to their 50 year old home Surprise! The last time the wall saw a lick of paint, Nixon was still president, Germany had a really big wall which would have made Trump proud, and hard drives were the size of cars. Mold and cobwebs everywhere, broken tiles, torn curtains, you name it. That was a fun short 8 minute tour where I pointed out everything which is wrong and a really concerned for the health and safety voice. I mean, mold can kill you as a certain Mr. Dwight Schrute taught us. And broken tiles can trip you up, can't they? See what I don't really understand here is why are these people coming into OP's house and saying, oh look at this, oh look at that, that needs repairing, that should do with a facelift or a repair, and then turn around and allow them to come into their home which has mold and cobwebs everywhere? It's like read the room mother-in-law Karen. They like, lobbed up the perfect softball for OP to walk into their house, take one good look around, look at their lime green furniture from the 70s, and say something along the lines of, oh, you want to talk about my house, but your place looks like this? It's like you're walking into a forgotten 1960s museum. Probably got all kinds of moldy, cobwebby antiques in that place. And our final story of the day is by TC Rambo, owners didn't want to give me what I deserved. Now they're about to lose a $3 million contract because I resigned. I'm a young project manager for an unlimited commercial general contractor. I picked up a hammer for the first time 6 years ago, no prior experience. I was raised believing if you work hard and apply yourself, you'll be successful. For two years, I learned everything that I could in the construction industry, took my work home with me and studied on my own time to better myself. For that, I was promoted to foreman. I was brought in to take over a small project at a 12-building, 120-unit condo complex. It started small and the board of directors for the HOA told me they loved my professionalism, work ethic, and ability to complete projects on time and under budget. We won a big contract because of that small project that was 3 years ago. I've since taken over the job of foreman, superintendent and project manager. I do the billing, meetings with engineers and board members, scheduling, takeoff, material ordering. I even train the subs on application of new products because we didn't have enough mid-management. The project just passed 2.7 million dollars. We got a bid request for another 3 million dollar job in the same complex. All the while, the board of directors telling me how appreciative they are and how they've gone through 5 different contractors in the years before committing to my company because of my management and quality of work. This boosted my confidence and I went to the owners asking for the raise they promised me one year ago for my production. They told me, the experience you're gaining is far more valuable. I said, you're right. I put my resume on public, got contacted by a headhunter, just accepted an offer this week for $80,000 a year salary, full benefits, 28 days PTO including holidays, in the office now, no more working from the field, full in my own truck laptop, Wi-Fi in my truck for on-the-go billing when I visit out-of-the-state projects, 100% matching 401k for the first three years of my employment, quarterly bonus programs, the company I'm with now only pays me 40000 And that's it, none of the above-listed benefits. The final nail in the coffin was when the owners bragged about how much my project made in a company meeting and then denied me a Christmas bonus. I laid this offer on their desk Friday and watched their jaws hit the floor. I told the HOA board president of the project I'm running about my resignation when they couldn't match me my offer. His eyes got big and requested a meeting with the owners and expressed serious concern about moving forward with the new project without my involvement. They don't have anyone to replace me, and I'm not going to lie, it feels good to hurt their pockets when I gave them everything I had for 6 years and only asked for the median project manager salary. Screw those greedy jerks. I'm sorry, but if this HOA says, because of this one guy, you're going to get this $3 million job, you probably would want to give that guy just about as much salary as you possibly can to keep them happy as long as it's profitable. Like, yeah, that's double their salary and a lot of benefits and whatnot, but if you don't do that, you lose out on a 3 million dollar project, and probably future work with these people too, seems like a no brainer, but I guess they can't affect their bottom line too much, even though it's going to affect their bottom line big time. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below.